Halloween and Happy Holidays, Houston. It's your favorite day of the year, Christmas at Kinds. Come join the debauchery as John, Lance, and Dell broadcast live from the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios at Kleins Jewelry, 5868 Westheimer Road. Now, here are your blinged and bedazzled hosts, John and Lance. It's Christmas at Kleins. A day earlier than we thought. But it's still Christmas at Klein's. And we are here. We've got all kinds of Shipley donuts and kolaches here for you. I think Todd's going to come by and bring a cooler beer. But we are open already for business. And if you want to stop by on your way to work and find her something this morning, you are more than welcome to do that. Mark and his guys are here already. And we are open for business on this holiday season. There was a man down the street who was mm-hmm. who might have greeted you, but I think the police will have him out of there. No, that's the that guy <laughs> has been there for screen. years though. Oh yeah. That guy's been there for years. He just walked hey, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he says things that are No, he says ugly things. He uses things rough you. language now. Yeah, he does. He really, really does. But um yeah, it was. Uh, it is a uh, beautiful morning today. It's going to be nice tomorrow. A real good chance of rain, and then all weekend long as well. A big, big chance of rain on this uh, on this Christmas season. No, but no, no. Actually, okay. no, no, no. Actually, tomorrow it's it's, it's only going to be about. No, it's forty five percent. Yeah, and then Saturday and Sunday you're pretty much getting washed completely. Yeah, right. Out. That's what I said. That weekend. Don't do anything. Well, you said tomorrow's going to rain. It's not going to rain tomorrow. Uh, 45% chance is still a good chance. It's less than 50. If the coin had spoken, well, it probably would have come up Yiner Diaz. Well, no, it, would, it didn't come up 45% in Yiner Diaz, that's for sure. It came up less, but yes, what I'm saying yes. is it didn't come up Machete, which was, uh, we if were almost it was sure. dusty, it was coming up Machete. Uh, that's, that's what I'm saying. We which is almost, raining on my parade. Yeah, which is and raining. Jeremy but Brandes. now it looks like it's, the odds are it's going to Diaz, which it, is the underdog. Which is the underdog, right. It's but, just pushing it to a day. So if you had any plans this weekend, cancel them. That's all right. You all come out to Nick's and you see Jeremy Piven out there with us. Um, I just was asked if Jennifer Reyna still needs to come, and, and, and the answer is she doesn't have to anymore, but she's more than welcome to join us out at Nick's Place, 2713 Rocky Ridge. We're going to be there tomorrow. But we're here today at Klein's because Mark has been sponsoring Christmas for us for years and years and years. I don't know how many years now. When we did our first one, remember, in the, in the original location, we just had a couple of chairs with that little table and we and we just sat down and people were coming in. All all kinds of people came in on that first one. And we decided it was all well, This is going to be this is this is going to be. It got too huge. packed. Yeah, and we had to move it outside. Yeah, we had to move it outside. We had the tent. It it it, it hit its peak uh, a few years ago. Cobos Q was a big part of that when it hit its peak, and we were cooking out there. We tailgating. I mean, we had more than a, p- a few people cooking up, and we had all kinds of beer. It, was, uh, uh, it, it has been a good ride here yeah. with Mark Klein over the years, for sure. So here we are, and, uh, and we've got – this is a better holiday season than we've had before because we've got interesting things happening with our teams as opposed to in the past when we haven't had really anything to talk about with our teams. We had a loss to talk about with our team last night. I went to the game and watched them just – this is – You had a great view. Uh, I had an aw- – Awful, awful, well, you had, awful. You showed the group chat how great your view was. <clears throat> you goodness. didn't see the picture that he said? You didn't see that? No. Oh, my goodness. I had a really aw- – that, that was my view right there. If you check out, if you elongate it, you can see <clears> – Why would you want to elongate that image? Oh, <laughs> I had a guy in front well, of you're me. On the, you're on the floor. <clears throat> no, I'm not. I'm not on the floor. Oh, you're the first row behind the floor. <clears throat> behind. You're close to the court. I'm, I'm in the end zone. And I'm way back. Don't try to diminish yeah. your seat. You're close to it. You got to sit by Akeem Olajuwon. I'm, behind, I'm right behind Akeem Olajuwon. But this is a bigger version. He really let himself go here. Um, I got a guy. <laughs> yeah, that's my view the whole night. Um, you, don't, the, you don't feel the air? It, he it, doesn't feel that? The, that, that, is, that breeze? He I mean, he had, plumber, he had a plumber thing going yeah. on. This guy does not work at... At uh, Aqueduct, Aqueduct Plumbing. Plumbing. No. no. Does not. No, he doesn't. No. He uh, had, yeah, that was the view the whole night. He, he, the dude's about 370, 380. Was he that big? Yeah, he was that Good big. Crap. He was that big. And he's got the plumber's crack. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, that's our view the whole <laughs> night long. But um, somehow I was able to look, uh, look above that and watch the game. And it's, it's Steven Silas ball again. We're back to Silas Ball. No, we're not. It was the hell just, we're not. The last three games, it's been nonstop layups and easy baskets. It's in, 
and Ime Udoka has not been pleased with it either. No. And he, he said such a nice yeah. – and now bad habits popped up with some young players like, uh, for example, like Alper and Shingun. So Shingun had to taste some pine. That's the way it goes. But you give up 77 in the first half. You, you have a game where you score in the 120s and you can't win. You score 127 and you can't win. Yeah. That's that's Steven Silas ball. Yeah, it's we're bad. playing Silas ball again, and you got it's got to stop. I mean, for I mean, so many easy. I'll tell you what, Dejounte Murray is a good player, a really good oh, player. Yeah. You didn't need me to tell you that. Yeah. But there were so many backdoor cuts and easy layups. Holy crap! And dunks and man, alley oops and the, the 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 Rockets just were not ready for this onslaught from the very start. But they came back and they led. Now, I will say this. I don't know that I've ever seen Jabari Smith play better. Up until the end, when they were, when they were up 100-98 to 98 to start the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. Jabari, who had been awesome, 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 man, he missed like four or five straight, and he just couldn't hit. He couldn't hit anything. And they go on a run from being down 100-98 to 98 to up – 127 to 111. I mean, it turned in a hurry. And they just went on that same run that they went on in the first quarter, and this thing was over. At one point in the first quarter, they went from a three-point favorite before the game to plus nine and a half during the game. Oh, live betting? Live bet. Yeah. Live betting. Oh, yeah. And my buddy took them at plus nine and a half and had to, after they were up 198, he had to sweat that. Yeah. Yeah. Got there. You know, they closed at the end, too. Uh, they had a chance at the end to – I mean, they closed within four, but you just knew they weren't going to be able to yeah. to withstand. And then you had a three uh, – Dylan Brooks had a couple of big threes, and that, that got him back. Yeah, he had, of, he had a couple of – he had a couple – he took a um, – he took he, – he was making threes yep. and taking some shots. Yeah. He took a couple shots. Bang. Oh, yeah, bang. Bing, bang, bang. Bang. Rack job. Got a flagrant for something. I, I'll be honest with you. I do I, – yesterday made me worry a little bit because all – there was a – somebody was setting a really high screen. Mm-hmm. Big man was setting a really high screen. He saw it, and as he's coming over the top, he reaches his arms between the guy's legs and rips up into the sack. Mm-hmm. And the player immediately goes down. Dylan checks, make sure you okay. I didn't mean to rack you so hard, just hard. Yeah. And immediately they checked it, and he got a flagrant. I got to be honest. Like, there's no reason to do that. You just get over the pick, or you take the pick. Like, what is the purpose? I don't understand what the purpose is of of. I don't understand what the purpose is of doing that. You know what I mean? All you're going to do is get in trouble. Like, what does what point does that serve? It serves absolutely no point at all. You hurt your team, and you put yourself in line for a suspension. Yep. That's what happens. I mean, this is Dylan Brooks. This is Dylan Brooks. He could catch a suspension off of this. Um, you can't hit a man in the in the junk no. and think you're intentionally just well, and think you're just going to keep getting away with it when you're Dylan Brooks. You're not going to. And there was no – I mean, it wasn't even – you can tell in slow motion it's – he thought he was slick, but he's not slick. He's not slick. You can see exactly what he's doing. Why? Why would you do it? For what? I don't. I don't what's? Care. What's? Because okay, he you want to. You want to make can't them set themselves. A, I, that's what I'm saying. They, they just what's can't. the purpose? What you want to set a hard? You want to show the the pick setter not to? You know, John Stockton used to do stuff like that too. He'd get away with it because he was smoother about it. Uh, but really, he didn't get away with it. They just let more go at that point. Dylan Brooks has a history of this. Why are you doing stuff that could risk whether or not you're playing? You know, in a this, game. Could, this absolutely could absolutely. get him suspended. Absolutely, it's an intentional. It was an intentional move. He, he had the nut shot in the preseason as yeah. well, right? And this is another nut shot. And this it's is him. the kind of thing. And it's him. This is the kind of thing that the league. The Adam Silver's now with Draymond. Yeah, yeah, like they're trying to get yeah. rid of it. Make sure well, that these guys are well. If and, and and if there are three of the biggest villains in all of basketball, where you just constantly go, oh my goodness, it's Draymond, it's Ja, and it's Dylan Brooks, and it comes just days after. He had words for an official. Yeah, yeah he got a $35,000 fine. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, almost back-to-back, close to being back-to-back. Three, Twice, two instances in three games. Once he's ejected, and this one he gets a flagrant one. 
I'm telling you, Adam Silver's going to say, okay, let's step in, let's give him three games, make sh- three games unpaid, and let's make sure he, you know, we got to get control. Of, uh, we've had to get control of Ja. We've had to get control of who ki- who is a serial, a serial problem causer, Draymond, who's the worst. He's indefinite now, and that's after getting a five game suspension. I mean, if I'm Adam Silver, I don't think it's crazy to give Dylan Brooks a two a two game suspension probably, and just say, okay, if you keep doing this stuff. This unnecessary stuff. Then we're just going to go ahead and uh, because this is now two instances in three games. And it's interesting how they'll treat it because the on-court officials didn't deem it flagrant enough to throw him out of the game. So. I didn't see it until it was in slow motion. So the NBA will have, to, if they do take the route you're talking about, will have to say, sure, they didn't throw him out, but we've decided that probably with your theory that a propensity of events have occurred that says, all right, we're going to step in and go. Uh, for multiple things you've done over the last week or so, we're going to have to take you out just just to let you know you're getting a little out of control. I wonder how they'll treat it because considering the referees didn't throw them out of the game, which is something they could have done because generally when you do that to someone, uh, you're looking at a flagrant too. Uh, and then did anybody understand the Jabari Smith flagrant? I mean, I know he came, he was he's absolutely trying to close out, but to me a flagrant has to be – I, it's it's a dangerous play where he came underneath the three point shooter. I get it. Well, that's the but rule. there was absolutely no intent. There. Yeah, they don't care about intent at this point. Since Zaza did it to Kawhi and it changed the complexion of a playoff series, yeah. they're going to protect the shooter. And if if you come up under the shooter and they deem you didn't allow him a chance to land, you get a flagrant. I, I mean, if they thought it was intentional, they might give him a flagrant too. But it's hard to determine a ten on that type of play. So you get a flagrant one. It's all it's automatic at this point unless they believe yeah. the uh, the shooter did something awkward to to make it happen, right, they're right. going to call it. Right, exactly. I just I just I don't like that call at all. I understand that, you know, what Dray- what 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 Draymond did and I understand the intent and everything else, but I think you got to read intent to the, into that. He's just trying to close out. Now he was way behind on closing that out. They were way behind on closing out all night. They're just not the same defensive team. And Alperin Shangun caught it. He was uh he was benched by Ime Odoka. Do we have Ime talking about that? Uh, Sean, can you play Ime talking about having to sit uh, Alperin last night? You sat Alpi the last five minutes of the first half and then played him the third quarter, sat him again in the fourth. What were you seeing from him defensively tonight? That's the mistakes I, mean, I talked about. I mean, um, like I said, whether it's big or small, um, we want our bigs to be up and stay, stay beneath the rollers. And obviously, Akali moved that out a few times. They fell the same thing. And, um, like I said, when they are not setting screens and slipping, you have to be able to adjust and, and defend those actions. And so that's what I saw. Uh, not the best pick and roll defense. See, that's and see, this is where Alpern had shown a lot of improvement this year. You know, I was talking about this a little bit last week. Alpern had shown a lot of improvement, but he's he's getting back to that same spot and and and. You know, he's got to be a better defender. He has to be better defensively if the Rockets are. Look at the difference when he's playing well defensively and when he's not. I mean, it, it, it is a huge difference for this organization. Mm-hmm. So he has got to got to play better defensively. And maybe these sittings, Jalen's had to sit this year. Jabari's had to sit this year. Alperin's had to sit this year. You know, he may ain't about that. Well, it's Good. okay. It ain't okay. This is what – but this is what – you know, um, having uh, accountability looks like. Yeah. So it looks like you sit on the bench. And uh, it starts with, it starts with, yes, there's, there's moving your feet. You know, there's physical stuff like being able to move your feet quickly, being able to anticipate and having Mm -hmm. court awareness to help on defense. But it's also about, it's just about energy. Like, okay, are you going to put as much effort into the defensive side as you do on the offensive side? I was watching him though. I didn't see, I was there and I, I didn't see any lack of energy. I just saw a lack of, uh, being in the right spot. Yeah, you see it differently. You and I, as just being at games yeah. and watching on TV, would see it differently than a coach. A coach can recognize oh, how yeah. hard you're playing. They see it differently. Because it's funny, you watch games and then you he hear people say – He never mentioned and didn't play hard, though. He mentioned he was out of position. He was out well, of, but yeah. being out of position, a lot of it is you you got to get there. Mm-hmm. you got to want to get there. You see it coming, so get off your spot and get to, and get to the positioning. And he didn't do it. And you know what? Good. This is a learning – Look, these can be learning opportunities, too. It's just disappointing because you're so good at home. Yeah. You don't want to lose that one. And you never want to lose to Clint Capella. No. After all, yeah. the, all the beef we've had with Clint Capella. <laughs> see, it's a nice to see. I, I, I like know, Clint Capella. I like Clint, too. I like Clint to be the second. If they'll do Londell for 
Capella heads up, I would do that. Seems like something Atlanta would consider. Yeah, maybe. A, a guy you never play mm-hmm. for a guy we play all the time. Right, 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 right. Well, I know what John Clay Wolf will consider. I give him a second. He'll dude. consider okay. your vehicle, and he will give you the most money for it because that's what John Clay Wolf does all the time. John Clay Wolf was with us last week here in studio. He's just a great guy, and he is a guy who is going to – you know, despite what the, the cruelty that he endured while he was here from Lance, he is a guy that is going to give you the most for your vehicle. It's every time. I mean, he says this. He said, if I can't beat CarMax, I'm going to send you $100. And he doesn't ever send anybody $100 because he just beats them all the time. Every time he beats them. And if he can't beat them, he's going to send you $100. That's all there is to it. I'm telling you. I love what John Clay Wolf does. I sold him one of my cars. You sell him one of yours, and you're going to love what John Clay Wolf does for you, too. And listen, even at the very least, you have to go to GiveMeTheVin.com to find out what it's worth. So then you go to the dealership. Oh, really? You'll give me more? Go back to John Clay Wolf. Say, they're going to give me this over here. I got it right here. It says they'll give me this. So give me more, John Clay Wolf. You can do that every time at GiveMeTheVin.com. That's GiveMeTheVin.com. ESPN 975.com. We keep getting away with it. He can't keep getting away with it. Back to the magic and mayhem of Christmas at Klein's. Two of these guys are scrambling to get the perfect gifts for their wives and daughters. The other is covered in frostbite. From all the ice on his neck and wrist is John Lentz and Dell, the playa olaleya. This, um, this Shipley's uh, Kalachi's hitting right now. It's the Shipley's Kalachis. They're hitting. Doing the job. We got a lot, we got Kalachis. We got donuts here. We're at Klein's. Fine jewelry. Um, Westheimer. Uh, what's the cross street here? Augusta? No. Fountain View. Fountain View. It's right by the, yeah. it's right by the Jason's Deli right here. Mm-hmm. So- you know where it's over Sods, here. Sods. Sleek Klein's. chocolate. Huh? The chocolate place. Sleek silk. Sleek. S- is that what it is? Sleek. That's, oh, yeah. sleek. Is that, yeah. is that chocolate? It's pretty good. Yeah, I've been there. Why are you operating like you've never been yeah, here before? Yeah, I mean, what the hell? And I say it every single commercial. Yeah. Well, no, I know what a... You don't even know what the crossroad is. No, but this one. This is where I get that's to go Augusta. to the... That's Augusta. Yeah, Augusta. That's what I say. That's where I go to the YMCA. Oh. Yeah, it's Augusta. I'm looking at it as Augusta. I don't say Fountain View. Fountain View's way over there. <laughs> it's right there. This is Augusta. Oh, my gosh. You're ridiculous. So come on by. Uh, a lot of great Any... jewelry. I noticed that everyone's getting blinked up. We've got... The gold watch. We've got the gold bracelet on. Klein, you got your watch on. Uh, we're getting set up. That's I a nice sent a buddy in too. here last week who got a, a pre-owned luxury watch, and he was ecstatic so that's about the price. That's a huge market. I had no idea that the watch thing yeah. is a, uh, a friend of – And nobody uh, could tell if it's new or used. You can't tell. Well, no, it's just like it's just like what well, doesn't matter. Just like yeah. vehicles. Like there's some people – who move in watches and move in? Do you, yeah. do you buy? Do you buy pre-owned watches, Mark? It's not like that. He goes, it's like Chi-Chi's. It's okay. not like that at all. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> Can I ask? Yeah. You know, <laughs> earlier this week you said you don't remember the last time you heard the, someone use the word miser. When's the last time you heard someone use the word Chi-Chi's? <laughs> John. <laughs> Uh, anyway, what do you? What, that's what he said. I don't know. Well, I guess okay. When Mark is the one who brought it, right. when's the last time we've heard anyone say that word? It was going to be one of those two yeah. guys. It was going to be one of those two guys. Um, our quarterback is not playing. No, our quarterback. We not. know that now. No. He, he he's got to go through non-contact uh, practice and a contact practice. Now, if he can if he can come back on Friday and they do that for him on Friday and Saturday, that's another story. But it looks highly unlikely that C.J. Stroud is going to be playing, all right? And it's the next – because – and yet, D'Amico said, is there some kind of question that it's going to be Case or Davis Mills? I don't, I don't think so, right? Well, no. the quotes I saw from him yesterday were like, yeah, we're making a decision on our quarterback. What? Now what now? No. Uh, no, yeah. it's Davis it's, – it's Case Keenum. It's Case Keenum, yeah. He was asked about the experience. You know, he said, what, you know, what's the difference in experience? As a matter of fact, let's hear – D'Amico Ryans, he talks about Case Keenum and what makes Case Keenum, uh, 
you know, the guy that, that he is and, and his ability. I'm making sure we have it today. I, I, no, we don't have that. Don't is, have that. is that the latest? Yeah, this is the latest one, so we don't have that. Okay, no. I don't see him because he just talked about his experience. No, but number seven, Sean, it's, it, you know what, and it's not only a quarterback. It, it, this is about next man up, and it's like every position. It's this, really, next every man up now. position this year has been next. Every single position on this football team has been next man up. Here's here's D'Amico talking about that. I don't. I, this one is the I think the Monday press conference. So I have the Wednesday one up. Um, oh, you have the Wednesday press conference. Yeah. I don't have that on my rundown. So okay. Yeah, there we I'll, have I'll get the I'll get that one. I gotcha. I gotcha. Uh, so anyway, we, we we have a little bit. We're out of Klein, so we obviously have a little bit of non-communication going out here. But we do. Well, well yeah, we'll use number five. So this is what I was talking about. I looked at these yesterday. Cut number five. You know, it's D'Amico Ryan's talked about the ability of Case Keenum to step into these situations and what separates him. The thing that's helped Case the most is experience, right? When you played the position for such a long time. You have to have that experience, but as also that experience gives you confidence. Right, when you've done it multiple times, you've seen multiple defenses and how teams try to attack you, right, nothing should shock Case. He's seen a little bit of everything. Right, He's calm. He does a great job of operating. Uh, pre-snap does a great job of commanding the huddle and making the other guys around him better. Well, and, and his job is going to be really tough because in cut number one, Sean, um, He's got a battle against one of the very best defenses in the NFL, and he's going to be taking on a player who is right there with T.J. Watt and Miles Garrett uh, for the Defensive Player of the Year Award. And I'll tell you what, D'Amico Ryans has very uh, has a lot of respect for Miles Garrett. Miles is one of the top rushers, you know, top defensive ends in this league. Everybody understands, you know, that he is one of the best players each and every year that he's been in the league he's a problem and we have our hands full for sure you know how do you handle him that's the the key for everybody that goes against him how do you handle you know such a tremendous player right run game pass game they do a great job of moving him around as well so he's not just always on the edge uh, uh miles is a is an exceptional talent right truly generational talent who's uh done great things in the league you see him as generational? I see. Uh, that no, word gets I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Why not? Look at the defensive ends in the league right now. Are you, did you look at the sack? So NFL Research sent us an email. Do you know that T.J. Watt is going for his third? He would be the first in the history of the league to lead the league in rushing um, three times. Did you know that? Lead the, the league in, in sacks? sacks? I mean in sacks, yeah. Okay. Three times. He'd be the first one. J.J.'s done it twice. Lawrence T- Taylor, I think, has done it twice. Uh, Reggie White did it twice. He's going for his third one. and But the battle, Daniel uh, Hunter, uh, uh, do you know Khalil Mack? Are you aware of the year Khalil Mack's having? He's got 15. 15. You've got uh, the big year for Miles Garrett. Like, you're right, defensive so, ends are going crazy. So, but, but is he, though, from a physical standpoint? I don't know that anyone's looked like the Hulk. Like, and runs like he does. Okay, so you tell me, uh, how can, okay, I want to ask you a question. I gave him which a guy, Which guy do you want outside? T.J. Watt, Khalil Mack, Miles Garrett, Micah Parsons, Max Crosby. Oh, my God. I mean, which what guy? What a time to be alive yeah, for defensive That's ends. why I'm not saying generational, because I, I, I don't even know that right now I would, t- although I probably would take him. I would take Miles Garrett. You probably. could have more than one, but, yeah, I'd probably take Miles Garrett. But how could you go wrong? You can't even go wrong with Max Crosby. No. Max Crosby's a maniac. He's a, this is now, a great time Max, for Max, so this is a great example of how heart and skill plays into, really, effort and heart for Rush. You have to have a certain amount of physical ability. But you look at Miles Garrett body type and Max Crosby, couldn't be more different. Yeah. Max Crosby looks and like Miles Garrett. Yeah, well, Daniel is rocked. Yeah, and then you've got a – a former linebacker who's just really fast rushing off the edge uh, in, in Micah Parsons. Well, and that doesn't even include t- t- the ones I mentioned, Daniel Hunter, Trey Hendrickson, Josh Allen. Josh Allen was the best player on the field when the, t- when the yeah, Jaguars Hendrickson were here. Yeah, Hendrickson's also one He's of really the top good. five rushers yeah. this year. So, yeah, we have uh, a Montez lot of – sweat, a lot of who's really, got 12 and a half. Yeah, a lot of really great rushers right now. In, uh, there are some problems at offensive tackle – 
So, you know, I do think that maybe in years past, maybe those numbers would have been down a little bit for some of those, ta- those pass rushers. But, I mean, they, these are also guys who don't just pop up, you know, one-time guys. These guys pop up year after year after year. TJ, TJ Watt, Micah Parsons, Miles Garrett, Trey Hendrickson. I mean, Hendrickson pops every year. Hendrickson's getting sacks. So, yeah, this is quite a, it's quite a time. Generational, he is generational in the sense that I don't know that people don't look like him. Like the closest to him is, is Julius Peppers. But people don't look like Miles Garrett. Yeah. Humans don't look like this. No, no, no. He's a freak, freak, freak athlete. There's no question about For that. For his size and athletic ability, it's just it's super, super rare. Yeah, but this is we're, – we're, we're looking at – you know, we, we talk about the quarterbacks and the greatness that, the, you know, all these quarterbacks right now and setting all these records and these receivers that we're watching right now. Yeah. But this is a time – we've never seen defense events like this either. It's a time this – is, this is one of the best times that we've seen. Uh, How about running back? Who's your – Who's your okay? Who's who, your Ladanian Tomlinson? Anybody? Who is the best running back in the league? I mean, Kyron Williams. No, can't be Kyron Williams. He's a good fantasy back, I guess, but no. And it's not Derrick Henry anymore. Derrick's starting to slow down a little bit. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor's kind of falling off. Honestly, I mean, who's the best running back in the league know. right now? It's not Josh Jacobs right now. It's Devin not Singletary. Austin Eckler. It's not Devin Singletary. Oh, oh it's Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Oh, no. It's by not far, Austin Kamara. By far. By far. Yeah, he's still. Now, Christian McCaffrey's in that Ladanian Tomlinson mold of, of being able to just be a spectacular performer. But there's not. I mean, and y'all want running backs to get paid this well, crazy money? You. It ain't never happened. It just shows you what kind of era in. A white guy is the best running back in the league. Well, what a what a what a down era wow, we're right. in for, for running backs. It's, and now the top cornerbacks. Okay, well, but one he is, is Riley Moss, and he's not soon a top it'll be Cooper DeJean. Soon it'll be Iowa um, cornerbacks. White I, Iowa cornerbacks are going to be running this don't league. Don't know why you're sleeping on Ethan you know Bonner. It. Ethan Bonner had a pass breakup against. I didn't even know who that was. I saw him the other day. I'm like, this kid has some good drive on the on the football. Yeah, he had a pass breakup against the. Did Jets. you know there Another was a white, white corner named Ethan Bonner? No one knew that. It's impossible. I mean, Ethan was your first clue, but it's impossible to know. But we didn't know there was a cornerback named Ethan. That has to be the first in the league. Yeah, he was active in league he, history. He was called up from the practice squad. Had a pass. The he had to played in in either a group. He either played in FCS. Dakota State. FCS well, or, well, yeah. or Google, Big Ten. Google exists so I can find it. FCS we don't have, or Iowa. We don't have to get Your no, guess is FCS or Iowa. Yeah. Let's it, see. Cooper DeJean. He doesn't have. The next, one of the next big cornerbacks coming out. White guy. Ethan. Cooper DeJean, Iowa. He played at Stanford. There is a serious. Oh, there you go. Oh, Stanford. Same. That's the Iowa so, of the Pacific of the Pac-12. What? what? Yeah. 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 Stanford's no, the it's, Iowa. It's now the, the Iowa of the ACC. Oh, yeah, that's true. That, that is so stupid. 713-780-3776 if you want to get in here with us on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5 live from Kleins. It's Christmas at Kleins. We've already got people in here buying stuff. It's what they do. And you've got to get here, and he's got it all fully on display right now. Please get on over here and take advantage of the prices. Take advantage of Mark this holiday season. Okay, <laughs> You want to change the phrasing? Of- no, take advantage of him. Yeah, got, and- oh, yeah, we got giveaways too. Let's go. Double rods. Double rods giveaway? Double rods giveaway. We got two. We got a couple of people in here already. Let's go. Let's give it away. Let's go, Mark. All right. One of you is walking away because, well, that's all we got to choose from. So, okay, if you're – and listen, it's going to suck if you're the one that doesn't win, okay? Uh, Here's the deal, though. I know how you can make money to, to take advantage of Mark this holiday season. You go to mybookie.ag, promo code BET975. Mybookie.ag has all the, the best. It has everything that you could possibly want in a betting site. Thousands and thousands of different bets that you can make. It, in literally. ESPN 97.5. You've chosen wisely. Do you want to know what it is? All right. Before we come back, I want to talk about mybookie.ag, promo code BET975. If you're looking for a place to win, get paid, mybookie.ag has everything you could possibly need. I love mybookie. It's the easiest site to navigate. And you literally have, like, hundreds and hundreds of different bets, sometimes on, on single games. There are thousands of different bets that you can bet at mybookie.ag. And bonuses, when you sign up, put in promo code BET975, get your bonus when you sign up, and put in 
And when you go to the website, they're going to offer you different bonuses as well, different free $25 bets on stuff. It's, it's incredible. It is the best site to win, play, and get paid. You're looking for uh, the, the site that you need when you know what game, who's going to win, and what game it is. All you need to do is go to mybookie.ag, put in promo code BET975. All right, back here at Klein's for the Klein's Christmas party, everybody. We are here, and we're going to be here. If you want to get in on the show, 713-780-3776, or stop by Klein's. He's giving all kinds of stuff away here at Klein's all day long. Well, all morning long while we're here anyway. Tomorrow we'll be at Nick's place all day long. Uh, Jeremy Piven is going to join us out there. And we'll see whether or not Jennifer Reyna shows up. Gilbert's not coming, so I don't think that Jennifer Reyna's going to so show up. So you're going to deprive everyone of Jennifer Reyna because Gilbert's not there? No, Gilbert is actually the one depriving of. of so she, she doesn't want to come oh, since she, Gilbert's not there. Oh, she has set a, set a thing where if not Gilbert, then no Jennifer yeah, Reyna? Yeah, yeah. I okay. mean, what, would you want to go if Gilbert's not there? No. Well, I'm going either way. You don't want to go either way, though. I wouldn't want to go if he was there or not. That, you don't. <laughs> uh, Checkmate. It, yep. No, he doesn't want. He never wants to do anything. Really, we found that out this morning again. But what did you? What did you find out? The what is power he talking strip, about? The power strip. You just don't you, even. You wanna, talk. Oh, you mean because you yeah. couldn't look down? He yeah. goes. John's like, hey, everything's everything's plugged I, in. I, we're I, ready to go. Hey, where's hey, where's the power strip? Listen, after just wa- look down. After after that basketball game last night, I was no longer looking down. Okay, wow. I'm done looking down. <laughs> There's not plumbers cracked down there. I had a guy in front of me that. A big, about 400-pound guy, three-something. He keeps growing. Well, <laughs> oh, you don't think he's grown this morning? I think that guy's like three. He's probably 315, 320. Yeah. He was pretty big, dude. He was pretty big. 320 is pretty big. And he had plumber's crack going on right in front of me. It was awful. It was an awful experience. Well, if you hadn't had such good seats, you wouldn't have saw that. Now, would you? Uh, Take the go to bed, John. Yeah, sorry. No, I'm not I'm not doing that anymore. So I'm not looking down anymore. That's all there is to it. Uh, 713-780-3776 is the number. Rockets lost last night. They did not look good doing it. They, Van Vliet, they, another big game, though. Yeah, Van Vliet and Jabari had a huge Jabari game. Jabari had a huge game. Huge game. Right up until the fourth quarter when he couldn't hit a shot. And they he, I think he took like four straight, and they, and they went, and that's when, that's when, uh, uh, Atlanta went on a, like an 18-0 run, or so it was crazy. It was a, and well, they they went up from down two. Yeah, they went up 18 in a matter of seven minutes. Yeah, well, but they, tw- they ripped off a 9-0 run to start the fourth, and Eme had to call a timeout. It didn't get much better. Yeah, and they lost that momentum, and and the after giving up 77 in the first half, but it was you know from a shooting standpoint, you got eight eight or nine threes out of Dylan Brooks and Jabari Smith. I mean, that should be good enough to. To win a game, you had a big game from Fred Van Vliet, but you didn't get the same play from the front court or the back. Uh, yeah, the front court from Shingun that you're hoping from. Statistically, it looked okay, but defensively, it was a real problem. You just didn't get stops, and your offense was not the issue yesterday. It was the ability to get stops when you needed stops. Way too many easy looks in the paint and at the basket. Way, way too many, and that's something that is, you know, that's something that. Um, is not the norm with Ime's team, but right now they are in a little bit of a funk. Right now the, the Rockets' defense is not playing at its best. Ime Odoka sat down uh, Alper and Shingun in the fourth quarter and basically said, you'll watch you'll watch the game from the bench here in the fourth quarter and because you're not performing to our standards, which is, uh, which is great. And we want everything to be accelerated, right? We want everything to happen right away. I was having this conversation with my, with my son Alec about – he and Mason were arguing about something. And we were talking about Jabari Smith. And, you know, people freaking out about Jabari Smith. I understand that we're on a sports talk show and people are commenting on Twitter and they're talking with their friends whenever they're around each other or text strings or whatever. And you want everything to happen now. But there's really no way that you could speed up. You can't speed up the process of, of a 19-year-old kid who was drafted becoming – an NBA pro. He's got to just go through it. Same thing with C.J. Stroud, but especially with this Rockets team, we can want everything to be what it's going to be right now. But we, we learned from the Astros, right? It doesn't happen right away. There's, there's a process that, you know, that we have to go through. So those hot takes that come up because people want things to be the way they're going to be immediately, they're not really worth anything. No. They're no, not, no, no, not no. with a young team, at least. No. If it's a veteran team. No, but the regression defensively is really, especially these last three games, has really been a little bit concerning. That that they're not, they don't look anything like 
the teams that were holding teams to 100. No, and that's true. It's, it's and, true. And it is the effort. Like they're not, they're not out on the ball as they're much. Not closing out. They're, they're not, the yeah. closeouts aren't as good, and then they're getting beat by they're getting beat by back cuts, things like that. So. Yeah. It's a little bit of an issue. Hey, Coors Light here. There's Coors Lights there. If you're if you're ready for one, we've got uh, <laughs> we've got Shipley's uh, donuts and kolaches. If you're ready for those, we got uh, people coming in. And stop by here at Fountain View and Westheimer on your way to work. If you need to pick her up something, if you were planning on coming tomorrow and uh, pick up your stuff, come on by today and say hello. Uh, so we're looking for you to be to hang out with us here at Klein's at Fountain View and Westheimer. You guys see. Um, Guess who won the recruiting wars? Uh, Georgia is considered to be the big winner. Yeah, what a shock. Yeah. Yeah. Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State. And they Ohio flipped State. the five-star safety from Florida State on the last day. Oh, trust. It was a wonderful day for Miami laughing at Florida State, going 13-0 and your recruiting class falling apart in the last two days. It was, it was a good day for the haters. <laughs> but yeah, Florida State fell out of everything. I don't yeah. and, and you know who else did is Dion. Well... Oh, be careful saying that. I said that on Twitter. I ended up just deleting it because I didn't want to. I was just, ah, you're such, look at you trying to farm engagement. Quit trying so hard to get Coach Prime to talk to you, bro, and better your career. Like, what? He was 17. So, if Coach Prime talked to you, would it better your career? The answer is yes. So that, I see your attempts. If he talked to me, it would? If he talked on to Twitter, you. On Twitter, at least. Gave you what I you're looking to him for. Before. But, but you need him to talk to you on Twitter. Well, yeah. he was. Well, he was uh, not really. I mean, he was last place in the Big Twelve, and then what you're told Pac-12. here's what the and in in they will be in the, the Big, Big Twelve. 12. Yeah, they are in the Big Twelve. They, yeah, they're coming now. Yeah, yeah, but well, they but they ranked them in the Big Twelve. Okay, yeah. with all the other teams, they were ranked last, and then everyone said, "You dummy! This shows how you don't even follow this." Mm. It's because he's already said he's going after Portal. Dion had like five signings. He's going to have to take on forty yeah, players well, from the Well, that's what he's going to do, though. Yeah, that's what. No, what you he will can't. Do. Well, this, this in the next just, window. But this should just tell Colorado he absolutely is not going to be there. This is a very short-term stay. Um, the other thing is, I heard that he doesn't go out on the road to recruit. Like he's just that's not his jam. He doesn't want to do it, so he doesn't do it. So it hurts him a little bit because I thought he would just kill recruit. I honestly, with his charisma. I thought Dion would still just gotta, kill recruiting. It's charisma, one thing, but this, it's perseverance. It's, you, endurance, actually. I don't want yeah. to do the whole marathon, not a sprint thing, but you have it's true with you, recruiting. You have to lock in and be on the kids for years, and and you know they want to be shown. Whether depending on the kid, how much how much love you're going to show them, how much you're going to recruit them and call them. Some kids don't like it. A lot of kids do. So if he's not into that, if he's not even making trips, that's not going to work. His personality is one thing, and it plays well on TV. And you, like I, I told you're right. I thought that was enough. The but charisma. It's not enough. And we talked. I talked about it off the air. He had a five star recruit commit to him. I think early December, maybe December seventh. And the kid didn't sign yesterday. And he's going to wait. And they may think That's he's going to go someplace else. Lyman from yeah, IMG. I think it was Seaton. I think his last Listen, name is. Listen, with the rep- recruiting portal, it, with the portal, recruiting does. It, this day is not even close to what it meant before. Yeah, but for Dion, but but it's very important for most really well, big teams like yeah, Georgia as the because this sustain. is how their sustainability yes. is a great team. Yes. What Dion's telling you is that I'm just going the JUCO route because that's what the portal yeah, is now. Right. I'm just getting but JUCO forever, guys. Bill Snyder did that and, and won. Yeah, but that's not sustainable. Not in this day and age. And he was, was never. But Bill, forty he years was, of he Bill was not at the highest level. But and he had, didn't take as many as Dion did. They had. He great, never took forty. Bill, Bill Snyder had some great years, guys. but he was the one he guy would take who did like that. Six. But but a lot of the portal guys still have three years left or even four years left because they're red shirts. But the guy, not a lot of Dion. Even so. if you're excluding. Daba, who hates the portal, the best teams in the country don't build their teams through the portal. My, my, Mike Norvell did at Florida State, and you watch those portal kids and even some of the kids you recruit go, hold on, we went 13-0, where's my money? Where's my money? Please, Peyton, one of their defensive ends, Peyton, I don't know if he's actually got gone anywhere. He's but, gone. He didn't win the portal. Yeah, he went the portal because, hey, the NIL deal isn't great here, and I want more money because of what we did. You didn't pay me enough for my, what I did. So the portal is a way to – Microwave what you're doing, but Georgia and Alabama don't. They, they, they supplement, but they and don't that's build Deon, that way. But that just tells you all Dion wants to do is microwave this because once Shadour is gone, he's going to leave. And if he better win Shador, enough games. The other one, is he going to win enough games? Well, I know. Want him? I know that's going to be that's going to be the real key. But you can't sustain like he's got to be great in the portal. I mean, he's got to be great to win at the highest level because the recruiting. 
he did so poorly in recruiting, which really shocked me. So he's going to try to do it all through portal. But you can't – like, you can, you can get better very quickly. That's true. And he wants results now. But it's not um, – that's not a process to build towards long-term and if you're And if you're a program above Colorado who's looking at Dion, are you, going to, are you going to look what he's done there and go, that's what we wanted our program? There's some, there's some concerns here that, that people in football have noticed. Um, oh, had- <clears throat> there are a lot of concerns about Tian. Let's talk about it on the other side. We will continue this conversation, and if you have anything with it, uh, and I want to talk a little bit about Willie Fritz and what he did here at the University of Houston as well. But right now we're talking about Doc Manavis. We're talking about – oh, no, 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 we're not. We're talking about Houston Potter Coders. For, it's, <laughs> it's not like – you know, a, a test uh, for your prostate. It's not like a prostate exam at all. Oh, Houston Potter Coders is easy. Thank goodness. No, no, no. It's easy. Okay. I'd like for you to uh, – I've got these chairs outside with some rust. That'd be great, sir. Can you drop your pants? What? No. I just want That's... a powder coating. <laughs> I know. We've got to check your prostate first. They don't do that, that do they? That, they do not. See, the other yeah. guys might. They might. Yeah. The other powder coaters, I don't know what they're Can't doing. Can't speak for them. I don't know. But I do know that Robin and the team over there no. at Houston Powder Coders ain't making you drop your pants Absolutely and get a prostate not. They don't color your prostate in local colors. Like if you're a big Astros fan, they don't do no, that. Like no, they do. <laughs> they're, not, they're coloring your, your, your patio furniture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, okay. that's different. You want Astros colors. You want Texans colors. Yeah. You want Rockets colors. Way you different. want U of H, Texas, A&M, whatever your team is, and you want your outdoor patio furniture or your, your big tailgater, and you want your furniture there to be and all of your stuff that you tailgate with to, to be your team's colors, it's easy. All you need to do is go to, to HoustonPowderCoders.com, and you, they'll, they'll pick it up. They'll deliver it absolutely free, and it doesn't matter where you are here in the city of Houston. There's over – I mean, it, 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 listen – over 100 colors in stock, they, they, way, they have way more than that. They will mix the colors for you to make sure that it looks perfect for you every single time. You're looking for the best way to powder coat whatever it is that you want to save. HoustonPowderCoaters.com, 281-676-3888. ESPN 97.5 on YouTube. Dracula Flow. I took two limitless pills to limit myself. in the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios. Coming to you live from Christmas at Klein's Jewelry at 5868 Westheimer. You know you want to see these guys perform their annual Christmas stunts in person? It's the meandering sports rants of John and Lance. All right, welcome back to Mark Klein's. Klein's Jewelry right here. It's our Christmas at Klein's. We've had people stopping in, right? Visas and passports. We're doing it all here this morning. No, we're not doing that here. we no, we're not yeah, doing yeah, pieces and passports. We're doing diamonds, engagement rings, watches, like Mark, earrings. Mark has a back room, but it's not for that. He's okay, not, he's not he's making visas and passports and back fake here. Fake names and fake no, no, passports. No, 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 no. He's not doing that here, right? Especially, yeah. I mean, do not try to come in here and get a visa or a passport. No. Okay, what's your try favorite, to get get your ring on here? What's your favorite jeweler in a movie? Favorite jeweler in a movie? Adam Sandler. Oh, from Uncut Gems? Yeah. He was, I'm going to go Avi from uh, uh, Snatch. Oh, yeah. He yeah. was good. Uncut Gems, pretty good. Man, was that nerve-wracking. That movie, <laughs> yeah. that new movie was so it was so stressful. Guttural. It was so stressful. Yeah. Uh, and that's the business. Um. So, so. No, the business is not about gambling on basketball uh, and getting in deep debt. Mark, you don't you don't bet on basketball and getting deep debt where where former players are coming with after Kevin you. Kevin Durant are stealing your yeah. jewelry. Former players are stealing your ju- jewelry yeah, and not giving it back. Yeah, that was awful. I Kevin Garnett, jerk. Kevin Garnett's a jerk. That's all. Um. So, uh, how about the Cougs? He got Willie Fritz got a lot of the guys that Dana he kept them, especially Yeah, that was a little surprising to you. Yeah, especially Maurice Williams. He's a four star uh from here. And Zion Taylor, who is a defensive lineman. He got a safety that's uh that is rated the sixth highest rated. Maurice Williams the second, the sixth highest rated signee for U of H in the modern recruiting era. Really? That's a pretty good get. And and Dana had him. And Willie Fritz was able to keep him. That's that's a that's a great job that's a great by Willie get. Fritz to be yeah. able to do that. You know, a, a team who 
And once again, these are all on paper, but a lot of these, I'd say, I'd say a good 70% of the time it heads in the general direction of what the ratings are, just in the general direction. But I won't say it's any higher than that. However, the Aggies took a, a big hit when they lost Jimbo and when they got rid of Jimbo. I know they thought they'd be able to hang on to some guys, but they ended up losing uh, a few players that uh, ended up causing their ratings to Well, they to finished collapse. 14th, yeah. according to they this. They were in the top, I think, seven at one point. Did you so see the numbers? It hurt a little in bit. In the top 25, 13 of the SEC's 16 teams finished in the top 25. 13 out of the 25. I'm going to guess. Big 10, seven. Well, let me guess who did. All right, Vanderbilt clearly didn't. Mm-hmm. Oh, are we counting? No, no, no. These are real. These are SEC original. Yeah. Well, that, no, they're counting. There's 16 teams. It's are Texas, they Texas and Oklahoma. Now? Yeah, oh, they're, yeah, yeah. They're, but they're, they're both in it. They're okay. In it. So I would say, uh, I would say South Carolina, no. Vanderbilt, South Carolina is in it. Okay, Vanderbilt's no. I'm going to yep. stick with that. Okay. Mississippi State. Mississippi State, uh, not no. in it. Hale right. State's not, and then Florida's in it. Uh, well, I don't know. Is Florida in it? No, Florida's in it. Yeah, they had okay. a big class. Okay. They had the best quarterback from the area here uh, signed with them. Arkansas? Arkansas is not. Not in it. I don't okay. see Arkansas, no. The pigs are not in it. The pigs? Hogs. Mississippi they like State. To be called. Hmm? They like to be called hogs. Pigs. Yeah. Well, they Vanderbilt, say Wu Pig Suey. The smart, yeah, but that's because he's an. The yeah, pigs, the smart kids, and, and Mississippi State, and, and, the cowbells. <laughs> and issues yeah. reading, yeah, and, and the cowbells. Those three are not in it, but the rest are. Um, so Missouri is in it also at twenty three. I just want to mention that through looking at players for the draft already, well, I looked at two talented cornerbacks, a talented defensive lineman, a Missouri wide receiver, talented linebacker. Uh, no? I don't know. He's really good. I don't know. All I know is they've got players. Yeah. Drinkowitz is getting players yeah. over there at Missouri. They were These good These guys team. are going to be pro players. They were a good team. They had, uh, they had a defensive end last year who was drafted, I think, in the third round as well. Missouri has players right now. One team out of the Big 12 finished in the top 25. Oh, the new Big 12. Um, Not Oak State. No, Gundy ain't doing all that. Uh, TCU. Texas Tech, the only oh, Big 12 team. Got that Joey. new NIL collective going, yeah. Yeah, Texas Tech, the only one. ACC only had three teams. So the, the SEC continues to dominate. And you're right, I think, Lance, when, when uh, Chip Kelly is talking about, well, let's bring it all together, 64 teams, and we split it all, and we have a Nike division, and we have a Adidas division. The SEC is going to go, hell so no. Why do we, we got our TV contract. You know what? Our TV contract is just going to grow and grow and grow and grow. So we ain't worried about y'all share. sharing. They're, their thought is going to be, why are we doing the heavy lifting for you? Yeah. That's going to be the thought. And so even though it would be best for college football, people aren't looking out for what's best for the, for the grand scheme of things. They're looking out for what's best for them, for their, their team, for their school, for their team, and for their conference. Well, and speaking of it's all that. It's always going to be what it is. And connecting with the SEC, apparently Oklahoma fans are – are embracing being in the SEC because they are trashing a Missouri a Missouri parent's kid transferred from Oklahoma. Transferred from Oklahoma to Missouri. So now they're leaving one stars, one star reviews for that parent's business because they lost uh. the kid. <laughs> so Oklahoma like, is you know, embracing what sucks is, their new conference. You know how many people read Yelp or Google yeah. reviews yeah. for – to decide what what to do or where to go. So, I mean, that, that can kill really that, that company's business. So it's a State Farm. I read it. State Farm. I look at those ratings. State Farm insurance agent, and because of what you said, this person has a, a an answer, copy and paste that they're sending to everyone. That's stop it. Don't do this because my son chose into the transfer portal in football. You live in Oklahoma and have never done business in my office. This is a really bad look for the Oklahoma fan base. Be better. Doesn't matter because yeah. when people see the ratings. Well, that's why he's trying to attack it by putting a response after. Well, you can clean that up too. There's a website that'll clean that stuff up. Yeah, so well, no, funny. They'll cut like Yelp will if Yelp sees that happen. They had to do that, for example, with Aisha Curry's restaurant, where they realized it was Rocket fans. They have to step in. Yeah, and they yeah clean it up. up. And people, and actually, when we were at Air Team, what was a couple weeks ago, 
when we were at Air Team, I went in there and I said, hey, uh, you know, I need you to come and look at my air conditioners. And, and they said, okay, will you leave us a, night, a good Yelp review because that's important. I go, well, how about if I talk about you on the radio and say, how, yeah, you could do that too, I guess. But we would really like a Yelp. Yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah. I mean, Yelp. How va- valuable it is. That, well, I learned from, from South Park how valuable a Yelp review is. Um, it's, it's, I learned it's, a lot of my stuff from <laughs> From, from, from I South noticed Park. the other day you were making an argument about college football with, did you see the South Park where they had the team? Like, slavery? College football slavery? Yeah, I'm like, wait, where did you get that from? South Park? <laughs> and now you're telling us, I learned about Yelp from South Park. Yes, I did. I did. And, and I learned that you can get a lot of free stuff if you, if you say you, you're, you're a Yelp reviewer. Sebastian Maniscalco has a great comment about Yelp. He goes, who are these people? Who've got to eat and get out their phones to tell you, I thought the salmon was this and that. And he goes, you know what? If I don't like it, I pay for it. I don't like it. I go, the salmon sucks. Let's get out of here. Yeah, right. He goes, and I go, and I go home, and I do. And I, never I don't go, go back. back. There. I never and he said, home. I'm not rushing home to tattle. <laughs> All right, 713-780-3776. You got something you want to talk about? You're more than welcome to do that. Right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Live from Kleins, we got people coming in. He's giving away jewelry. If you want to stop by on your way to work, um, you, and now, look, you can still possibly get your visa or your uh, passport here. You can't get a visa or passport. They don't have they a don't, license to he's do He's back. That he can, do, can you do visas and passports here? Not from his come? car. Yeah, from his car. He doesn't have a mobile car. visa yeah. passport. I saw it on the Americans. You can't oh, yeah, well, honey, that wasn't legal. Those are, those are fake. Oh, oh, those I don't are. know they did this. Yeah, they're, he does real. real, real. He doesn't, but can you do fake pal? <laughs> I'm looking to put together a go bag. Can you get me a – I need some diamonds and a fake passport. Well, uh, you can get it here and a kolache. You can get John Daspit here maybe if he comes by. Yeah, John Daspit, uh, I don't think he'll come by. He is, uh, he's got a house that's a little ways away. If he's if he's there right now and he's probably headed downtown, into into the office, he uh, he gets early starts. He listens to our show every day, every hour, every day for over twenty years. And uh, you know, I'll get texts at night that I realize he's commenting on something that we talked about on the show. Um, but he has to listen on podcasts because he's busy in the morning. He stays busy. His phone stays on green when he's working. It doesn't turn to blue until he's available in the evening. And even sometimes then he's not available because he's still working on cases. And that same thing for his lawyers. He expects the same thing from his lawyers. He's got uh, the biggest law firm here in the city of Houston, second biggest in the state. He's got offices in 10 different cities around the state of Texas. So even if it's not you, it's somebody that you know, maybe a family member, who's been injured, he specializes in personal injury. He spent years at Fulbright Jaworski working on uh, all different types of law. Well, with personal injury, he is incredible. Uh, Unbelievable winning percentage when it goes to court. That's why most places settle with him. And you know what? He understands what your injury, you know, what you have to go through from a a financial standpoint. And it's substantial. So he's going to make sure all that's covered. He's going to make sure you get compensated for your pain and suffering. He's going to do it in a big way. And John Daspit wins. That's what he does. 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW. Or go to DaspitLaw.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, home of the Norwegian Blue. This parrot is no more. He has ceased to be. 